When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And we have reached book number 22. Ooh, book number 21. Ah, book number tw- e- we're doing epi- so well. <laughs> oh my God. I knew this was going to so happen. Episode 22, book 21. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and it is Runaway. <laughs> Not to be confused with the chorus song <laughs> of the same name. Yes. And it's got a pretty dramatic cover. It's very dramatic. So, Karen, please yes, describe. So, well, Jessica is she's she's packed up her little her little bag, which looks like it is absolutely nothing in it. Yeah, it's it like a jumper empty. in it, and that's it. I just realised I have a bag that looks quite oh. like it. Mm. Yeah, it's like a kind of a sports bag, sort like of an eighties style. Sports bag. Yeah. yeah, I've you got need, a quilt. You, you know one. the type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she's got that slung over her shoulder, and she's kind of mournfully looking back over her shoulder. Oh. <laughs> She looks very sad. And her jumper looks like she's about to go do some flash dancing. Oh, it really does. It's that kind of Jennifer Beals She's a vibe. maniac. <laughs> she is. She may as well change her name to Gloria. <laughs> but, um, yeah. She's, uh, she's, she's looking pretty, uh, pretty mournful. Mm, she's quite sad. Yeah, though actually it is quite a good sweatshirt. I kind of wear that. I'm, I'm sort of wearing a very similar shaped garment. Ooh. Batwing. I'm always tra- I'm wearing a batwing. I'm always talking about like Cossacks in this um, when I refer to fashion mm. in this uh, podcast, and I'm actually wearing a Cossack. Hooray! And it's lovely. Thank you very much, Karen. <laughs> it's basically a weird batwing cotton <laughs> navy sleeves thing. Yeah, they're quite voluminous. Yeah, a voluminous uh, sleeve. <laughs> so um, yeah, now we've got the cover out of the way. Mm. What is the cover tagline? Jessica's had enough. Well, she has. Yeah. That's actually quite accurate. She sure has. Mm. And the back line, kind of uh, restating the <laughs> obvious, Jessica's had it with Sweet Valley. Mm. <sighs> How things have changed from a few books ago when yeah, it was like... The she was freaking out about... Ever having to leave. Potentially moving. Yeah. So, well. what's the blurb? Jessica Wakefield is sick and tired of taking second place to her twin sister, Elizabeth. <gasps> Everyone adores Elizabeth. She's kind and loving and generous, <sighs> but Jessica can't seem to do anything right. Aww. Then Jessica meets handsome, sensitive Nikki Shepard, mm-hmm. who feels the same way she does. Nikki is running away to San Francisco and wants Jessica to join him. At first, she doesn't take him seriously. But when things reach the breaking point at home, Jessica starts to see that she might be better off if she left Sweet Valley. <gasps> Forever! What? Oh my God! <laughs> oh, the drama! Oh, yes. I mean, it's not that dramatic because we're 
you can be pretty sure she's not going to leave it forever. Yeah. But there's like 200 books to come, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not called she's... San Francisco High. Yeah. <laughs> also, San Francisco, well, I suppose it is meant to be the nearest big city to yeah. them, but it's literally the only place anyone talks about moving That's to. That's true, yeah. Way to, yeah. As it turns out. Anyway. So it starts with Liz looking for her blue silk blouse. Mm. What is it with these 16-year-olds wearing silk? silk- Silk blouses. blouses. They love a silk blouse. They do. Lila was wearing like two of them in the last book. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, Jessica has, of course, stolen the blouse. Of course. And we find out that she's uh, she's going on a date with Neil Freeman, mm. another of her backup guys. <laughs> yeah, he's just she has just like a sub bench of like lads if she doesn't have a regular date. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> Ken and Neil. He's, he's one of her alternates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, Jess is is sort of oh Liz, where you're never around when your family need me or need you, sorry. <laughs> and uh somehow manages I'm not really sure what her point is. Like why is she giving out to Liz? Yeah. I'm not really sure what Liz has done wrong. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, there's a lot of sort of misunderstandings and yeah. people talking across purposes in this book. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Stephen is at home and he's taking time off college because of Trisha. Even though yes. he seemed to be doing quite well a few books ago when he was yeah. helping out Betsy. He kind of seemed grand. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. He said one step forward, two steps back. Mm. And Jess briefly feels guilty about Trisha being such a bitch to her, but that doesn't last long. Yeah, they mentioned Jessica's well-intentioned tampering. It's like, she was trying to break them up. It, it was not well-intentioned. No, not even <laughs> vaguely. Oh, God. And uh, then Liz is all like, oh, Kara's having a party. Why don't you get Stephen to go for it? Yeah. To go to it, to help him move on. And Jess is like why would Liz say that when she knows what happened with with the car- with Jess trying to fix yeah. Stephen up with with Kara before? This seems very out of character, and it's, Jess yeah. is wary. It's just like oh, I don't know. Yeah, rightly so. She's like I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, after what happened the last time I tried this, and yeah. Liz is like oh no, you you ask him, you ask him if he wants ask to go yourself, Liz. Jesus. And then the reason she gives for Jessica asking is like you don't have a date. Ask Stephen to go with you. <laughs> why do you need a date to everything? Can you also, go to your friend's it's party. Your friend's party. <laughs> also, your brother isn't on a date. Why are there so many social rules? Oh, they're such weirdos. Yeah. So Jess agrees to do it for the blouse. <laughs> Silk blouse. She craves it too. And Liz is like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, got you. Just what I want. <laughs> so. Ned's making dinner. In the Spanish child kitchen. <laughs> I love oh. this. Ned's, Ned's making a salad. Apparently he's really into salads and like yeah. doing it right. There is a lot about him making salads. He's this. very involved in salads apparently. Yes. And, uh, so Ned's there wearing an apron over his shirt and tie, fussing over the salad. And anyone else, the apron might have been comic. But Ned Wakefield was the kind of man who looked good in almost anything. <laughs> <laughs> sexy old Ned. <laughs> Stupid sexy Wakefield. <laughs> Feels like he's wearing <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> Another Ned. Yeah. That's what uh, I made the reference. Oh, I thought it was just because you were all stupid, a stupid, sexy way Sexy Ned, yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking of the stupid sexiness. But um, yeah, he goes out about the salad for like, I don't know, about five pages. Yeah, it's so weird. And we're told he's concentrating his heart on the salad as he does on the law. What the fuck? And then he's giving out to Alice about how, oh, she's got an MA, master's degree, and she can't make salad dressing. And Alice is like, my master's is in design. Make like, your own fucking salad dressing, you freak. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with salad? Um, so it turns out the twins have a week off school. 
Oh yes. Why? Some some unnamed holiday. I don't know. Yeah, but they don't even <laughs> pretend to have a reason for nah. this. Like, it's like, oh, we got to go. Okay, sure. And Jess Jess brings up Kara's party, and mm. her dad asks, like, who who are you going with? Why would she be going to, with anyone to her friend's, her friend's party? party? Like, for her friend's party in her friend's house. Yeah. Like, you don't need a date every time you leave the house. Yeah. So does she have to have a date when she calls round? Oh, it's so, so cute. weird. So Jess sees this, okay, this is an opening for Liz's plan. So she asks Stephen to come with her. Mm. But he's like, oh, didn't you learn your lesson the last time, pretty much? Don't start all that stuff with Carrie again. Yeah. And And then her parents are, oh, Jessica, you're so insensitive. And poor Jessica. It's actually quite lousy. Yeah, it's so, and even when Liz Liz says, oh, sorry, it was my idea, which is the least she could do. Everybody's like, oh, then, that's fine. Yeah, then it's fine. It's like, this is really overtly shitty, like, to Jessica. And it's such explicit double standards. Yeah. Um, so Jess goes out the, to uh, meet um, Cara uh, and she goes out to the Fiat Spider and Liz mm. follows her out and is like, oh, sorry about that. And But Jessica gives her short shrift and thinks, I'm so tired of being the bad twin. Oh. Sometimes I wish I hadn't been born. Oh, Jessica. Hmm. So dramatic. So she meets Cara at the Dairy Burger and they order tabs. Yeah. Very old school. <laughs> and then, who makes an appearance? It's John Doherty. Look at him there now. Yeah. The Doherty brothers. Yeah. Of last scene in that weird book where they did. They did that weird makeover. And yeah. they do actually mention wooden tables. <gasps> Bet this is the same ghostwriter. It's like, I've invented those Doherty brothers. Yeah, we and are keeping this horrible makeover. Yeah, I put it back in. <laughs> So uh, Jessica's down and Kara's like, is everything all right with you? Something's wrong. And um, Jessica won't talk to her about it. And we hear that Kara bought an amazing sounding dress yep. in Foxy Baba. But I'm sure we'll have a description of that later. <laughs> he certainly will. That needs to be saved. <laughs> so Kara then wants Jess to ask Le- Stephen to the party. Yeah. It seems a bit unconvincing. It does because everything went really badly. It the went last so time. badly because remember you, you ended up like yelling at Kara and stuff. Yeah, like so, just kissing like, her angrily. Yeah, and so, it was mm. a little bit horrible. But anyway, she still likes him. And poor old John Doherty is having trouble because a gang has come across from <gasps> the shady ladies. Youths. Ah. <laughs> Actually, oh my god, I think I think this is the same ghost writer because that one with the Dohertys and the makeover and the clown oh, special yeah. was when we had the, the shady lady. Oh, that's so what's his name? Tad. T- oh, was it Tad? Tad? Who had the van? Oh, Crunch. Oh, Crunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some ridiculous name. Tad, Crunch, Tad, whatever. Crunch, whoever. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this is somebody who's like, oh, I, I made right. my mark. This is their pattern. It's like, Shady Lady is across from the Dairy Burger and don't you forget it. Yeah, I set out the stall. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're, there's a gang and they mm. come over and John Doherty doesn't want to serve them. Even though they don't seem to be doing anything. No. They like, don't even seem to be drunk. They've come across from the Shady Lady and apparently that's enough to like try and bury them from. Yeah, them. they just want some chips. Yeah. And handsome rebel Ooh. Nicky Shepherd is there. <gasps> and apparently he's in their year at school even though we have literally never heard of him. No. Who even is he? No. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I can't believe they wouldn't mention him before. He has sensitive eyes mm. and a rugged face. Actually, there's quite a good description of him. Can you... Uh, can you blind? Uh, oh, let me see. Oh, yes. Uh, well, hang on. There's a bit about his physical appearance. Oh, yes. He's wild. <laughs> he drove a fast car. <gasps> but there were rumours about drugs. Oh. But he was good looking in a rugged way. He wore his blonde hair a little long oh. and he had pale blue eyes. His eyes were his most unusual feature. They were soft and sensitive looking in sharp contrast to the rest of his face. <gasps> <I'm> seeing, <laughs> is he a bit of a Kiefer Sutherland in the 80s type? <laughs> 
Oh, maybe. But yeah, because it kind of says that he's quiet most of the time and his image is that of like a loner and he's cool and he's distant, but he's got the body of a football player. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. He okay. doesn't play sports, <laughs> but just in case you're wondering. But just, you know, he's built. <laughs> and I was thinking, obviously, football player as in soccer player, but actually now, when no, they say like football, like he's American big and football, burly. So he's a big Seems upside a down triangle. Like. <laughs> yeah. That's not how I was imagining him. <laughs> yeah. And Kara's like, because Jess is giving him the glad eye <laughs> and, uh, and Kyra was like uh, but haven't you heard the stuff about him being into drugs remember yeah. Jack and his big box mm. of drugs <laughs> so Nick approaches and he calls her the one of the Wakefield clones yeah. which you know I do enjoy seeing them take it down a peck or two oh, absolutely. but then he basically negs her yeah he actually does doesn't he he's such a prick yeah like um, he's uh, he goes on for for ages about, <laughs> oh, you know, oh, yeah, well, I've heard this about you. Well, you're not so great sort of stuff. And then he says, and this is like abuse level creepiness. He says, if you want to, if she wants him to go, she has to like say, would you like to sit, join me and my friend oh, for a yeah, coke or something? Bullshit mind games kind of like, what? what's your fucking problem, Nikki? Just yeah. like, she already said, I'm the one that wants you to leave when he asked which Wakefield she was. So it's like, yeah. just go, dude. Yeah, and actually that was, a, that I'm the one who wants you to leave was quite yeah. a good line. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he just keeps doing the nagging stuff and then she, yeah. she, she gets a bit nervous, but then she does say, okay, will you join me for a coke or whatever? And he's yeah. like, oh no, no, I can't leave my friends. Yeah. What a giant he's prick. A dick, yeah. And uh, Jess is like, oh, he's so fragile. Yeah, mm. like <laughs> she sees something in him that's what? fragile. It's like, where? Wankerness. He's a dick. He's, he's literally come over and insulted. Yeah, he's come over and insulted you and yeah. tried to humiliate you. Like, he's an yes, arsehole. He's a dick. Um, but she sees him as a way of shaking things up around mm. here. <laughs> and then oh, we go to Kara's party. So she's got this, it's ridiculous. <laughs> what sort of a crazy party is this? <laughs> Describe the scene. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> well, the party's in full swing when oh, the guys yeah. get there. So the table is overloaded with hors d'oeuvres and dips. There's two oh, kinds of punch. Mm, two kinds of punch mm. in matching bowls at the end of each uh, each end of the bowls. table. <laughs> and all the usual chips and crackers. Like they really put on a feed, don't they, when they have they a party? They do. Like fine cheeses and stuff. It's like very unconvincing. Like you get a packet of hula hoops uh, any party. I know, yeah. <laughs> when I was a teenager. Yeah. Uh, music blaring in from the living room. Most of the Sweet Valley High crowd are there. Um... And it's all kind of like regular party scene stuff. But at one point, oh yeah, Aaron Dallas, John Pfeiffer, boo, Ugh. and Tony Esteban were off discussing sports in one corner. And in another corner, a group of people were playing trivial pursuit. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love a good board game night, but it seems kind of... Trivial pursuit, though. <laughs> yeah, even when people are dancing oh. next to you. And also, Stephen is just sitting there all miserable. Like, why is he there? Oh, and also, why does Jess have oh, to like oh. keep an eye on him? Yeah. Like she, she brought him there. Like she's not, she doesn't have to entertain him for the evening. Yeah. Like he's at a fucking party. He's clearly deciding to be miserable. Is, so we could just sit there. And Liz yeah. is like frolicking with Todd. Yeah. And oh yeah, there's a, a ridiculous bit where we hear that Caroline is with her boyfriend Jerry oh, as yeah. acquired in love letters, and mm. apparently she's all pretty now. Oh yeah. Because she's got a boyfriend that's just made her beautiful. So <laughs> glowing and wearing green that's eyeliner. That's true, yes. That's, yeah, she had become sweeter, more relaxed and no longer gossiped about anyone. Jessica noticed to herself that Caroline even looked prettier. <laughs> For fuck's sake! <laughs> Having a boyfriend is the solution to everything. Oh, well, <laughs> this is what children were learning. Christ. It's so wrong. Um, so she goes on about great Liz ways and Jess is kind of hilarious. She's like, oh, fuck's sake. Fucking Liz. Yeah, saviour <laughs> yeah. of the world. Yeah, she's like, Elizabeth Wakefield, everyone's best friend. <laughs> and then Liz and Todd are there and they are dressed like 
grandparents. Uh, yes. I I mean, I, are you going to save those outfits for later? I, yeah, there's a few. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually shocking that their 16-year-olds dress like this. <laughs> it makes their dinner parties a bit less surprising, to be honest. <laughs> that is true. Their dinner party was like a 14-year-old's dinner party. Yeah. And I speak of somebody who was 42. But the, these outfits are like 70-year-olds. Yeah. And... Uh, um. Liz has gone off somewhere and Todd's like, oh, Liz, do you know what she just said? And Jess is kind of brilliantly snarky. She's like, oh, something wonderfully sweet and profound, I'm sure. <laughs> I love it. Drag her. Drag her to hell. <laughs> so she runs out to the pool bathhouse. Mm. Yeah, it's sort of a weird changing room affair. Paris family sounds really rich. This is sending Fowler Crest yeah. like. You're getting into mansion levels here where you've got like a bathhouse for changing like yeah, your pool. the pool. That's fancy. I don't know. And who's lurking in the bathhouse? Oh, fucking weirdo. <laughs> it's Nikki. And we find he came with da- Dana and oh, yeah. Guy Chesney. Yeah, because he hangs out with the two of them from Detroit. Somehow. Oh. Mm. Is he smoking or did I just imagine he was? Mm. Oh God, in my mind he's smoking but actually yeah. I think I could have just made that I up because it seems so yeah. accurate. But he is such, as my notes say, all caps, such a pretentious dick. He's such a dick. Oh my God, he gives this big speech. He says things like, I like being a loner. It makes me seem mysterious, you sap. You oh, kind of reminds me of um, uh, like Jess from Gilmore Girls. Oh my God, except Jess is... Actually, I think smarter. Okay, well, yeah, okay, yeah, fair. But just that whole like, I'm a rebel, I'm not like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna walk around like, reading. Oh, I'm the worst. And like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And I bet it would have worked on me when I was a teenager. Oh, I'll tell you probably same. Like, but now that's it. Like when I'm in my thirties, I'm like this fucking. Oh shit. my god! Yeah, sure. My second book that I actually wrote has a character in it that is exactly what I would have fancied when I was fifteen, and it is just showing what a prick he is because oh, he's god. really sort of aloof and pretentious yeah. and. So good looking and smokes and <laughs> it's just like oh yes yeah. I, I don't have time for that sort of petty nonsense oh. I'm, I'm, oh he's so sensible <laughs> <laughs> but actually I have to say Nikki would have been too much even for 15 year old me because yeah. he gives this spiel to her and it's like I'm not your kind it's like basically all of page 35 is taken up with him <laughs> giving this insane speech do yeah. you want to give a a line or two because oh, yeah, the... it's quite something it oh, goes yeah, on for yeah because he's yeah he, he talks about how he's not the kind of guy that Jessica goes for yes. and she's like what do you mean the kind of guy I go for and he's like the kind of guy who loves this whole high school thing Ooh. the kind who gets all the bricks nice friends parents who care the kind who ends up with all the marbles at the end of the game <laughs> how long has he been thinking of this pretentious <laughs> bollocks he has it all written down in a moleskin notebook Ooh. <laughs> Oh, oh, he does start smoking. We didn't imagine that. Okay. <laughs> um, so he, he goes to this big spiel about his parents and how his dad, oh, he says this, which sounds a bit racy. He's like, his dad's so busy making himself, I'm surprised he had the time to make me in the first place. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Sex. <laughs> I'm shocked. Just gave a disgusting snort there. <laughs> and then his mother is occupied with his brother who has asthma. Like, I have three, my three sisters all had really bad asthma when yeah. we were little. They used to have to go to hospital all the time. I did not act like this. And my mother, actually his mother is fucking terrible. She is, she kind of sucks. And it's just like, yeah, he's just like, oh. My mother didn't act like that either. She had three kids with asthma. Apparently his mother basically ignores him because his little brother has asthma. And it's like, just give the kid an inhaler and let's all fucking chill out. (laughs) 
I remember having to miss my fifth my fifth birthday party had to, oh. at the zoo had to be postponed because my youngest sister Rachel was in hospital. Oh, she is. Yeah, they had to go to hospital all the time. Yet, even with that, yeah. my parents managed to you know yeah. look after the rest. Yeah. Of- <laughs> Manage more than one child at a time. So his mother <laughs> is terrible. I mean, yeah, it's not like it's a terminal illness. No, I know. So, um, yeah, his mother just sucks. She's just very inept. Mm. And uh, so he he comes has comes out with even more pseudo profound bullshit and says things like, "You're so concerned with what you think you should be that you don't even know who you are." Oh God. Uh. <laughs> I've literally just fallen away from the microphone in weary disgust at this absolute fool. Yes, Anna's eyes literally rolled into her head there. Yes, I lost a contact lens. So he has all these insights into Jessica. Like, basically all page 37 is all about how, you know, this is what you are, Jessica. And at the end it's like, you're just like me. Oh, God. And then the only moment that actually feels like real people is that they kind of laugh about this. Yeah. So it's like they almost... Do you realise how ridiculous he sound yeah. right now? Okay. But I don't I think they do so. later on. Nah. And then he says, and this is like, Jesus. <laughs> He's like, close your eyes. He's like, ooh, I don't know. It's like, oh, you can trust me. And of course, he starts getting off there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, she loves it. And he asks her into dance. And then... <laughs> Turns out he's an amazing dancer. Oh, God. And sadly, because we've had some amazing descriptions of <laughs> Jessica's dancing in the past, we yeah. do not get a detailed description oh. of their moves. No, apparently their movements together were smooth and natural. But it's like, how natural is her dancing though with all her fucking <laughs> high kicking, high stepping <laughs> ridiculousness and twirling and knocking drinks out of people's hands? <laughs> Bruce picked her up and twirled her over spun her around his head <laughs> dancing is no joke in Sweet Valley I'll tell yeah, you that much Nikki <laughs> this natural nonsense but anyway yeah. they, they do this for a solid hour yeah that is a lot of dancing I was I was on the dance floor at, now bear in mind I'm 30 years older than the party but I was on the dance floor at my my Double Bay North together for yes Yay. shout out to the Double Bay North crew uh, we had our um, sort of gathering celebration mm. gathering um, on Saturday and we did have a dance floor and I could not have danced solidly for like an hour no like three songs and I even, need to sit down even when I was 16 I'd have to take a break every oh, so God, often yeah. so um, uh, yeah Lila calls in to, uh, to uh, Liz and Todd in the den yeah. and she's all like oh your sister is getting busy and Liz is, is surprised to see Jess and Nikki in a tight embrace. Yeah, because she kind of heard, when she heard that Jessica was dancing, she was like, oh, are her and Steve having a great time? It's like, fucking no. Like, why do you think brother? she's babysitting her brother at this party? Oh He's 18 God. for fuck's sake. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my Lord. And, and he was quite capable of looking after himself, like, yeah. a few books ago. Exactly. So Jess leaves with Nikki, and then she has... A, Liz is like, are you are, are you mad at me? Like you're really weird. And she's like, why would anyone be mad at you? You're perfect. <laughs> Good. I'm glad someone's treating her like this. Yeah. So um, she. Oh yeah. Uh, Jess goes back. She realizes she's left her jumper or something. And oh, yeah. when she goes back in, Stephen is like, oh, do you want to come join a gang for pizza? Like mm. everybody's all going out together. And she realizes Liz asked her to do this to uh, keep her away from yeah. Nikki. Yeah, so she's just like, fuck this, I'm going off yeah. with this dude. And she does, and she stays out till 1am. <gasps> We're both very shocked at this. Jessica! I know! <laughs> and Where's open till 1am in Sweet Valley? Oh well, Miller's Point's open all night, uh-huh. baby! 24-7! <laughs> so, um, Liz, so she's not... Um, 
before she even comes down, Liz is, is a bit worried about this with Ned and Alice. Now, she doesn't, you know, rat Jessica out, but... No, but she's, yeah, she kind of brings it up with her parents that, like, Jess isn't really being herself lately. And she was out very late. Yeah. And I was oh, oh, well, I just don't think she's been whining so much in the last few days, so... Great. Yeah, yeah, Alice is like, I agree that Jess isn't herself these days, but it's a change for the better. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all, oh, 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 it's probably boy trouble. Oh, they're so terrible. They are the worst. They are, actually, they're so indescribably yeah. terrible in this book. Yeah. I've got to say, especially Ned gets worse. But. He does, but uh, yeah, Elizabeth is like, you know, that's just what I mean about her being different. You know, it may be nice, but it just isn't Jessica. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, um, so Liz actually tries to be nicer because Jessica's really kind of listless, and Jess yeah. is all like, "Nobody in this family wants me around." Mm. I realise this now, and Liz is actually worried. She can't get through to her, and she can't talk to Don about it because he hates Jess. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, yeah, with good reason. <laughs> so uh, she goes to the mall with Stephen, and Stephen is like, "I'll talk to her." And when they go to the mall, they go to Casey's. And their waiter is Ricky, who is somehow Ricky working Cardo, there. Yeah. yeah. Boyfriend of Annie. Indeed. Yes, he's manager of the cheerleading squad. Yeah, and we're told about that he's one of Liz's favourite people. Is he? Uh, that, mm, I don't think we've even no, seen him since like, the cheerleading did, squad. Did they ever hang out? Like, no. Have they ever interacted? No. <laughs> have seen? I don't no. think so. She's not in the squad even. Because his whole storyline was about Annie and Jessica. And yeah, like, and he hasn't that. really been seen since. No. So anyway, uh, Bill and Dee Dee join them and we hear how great the pair of them are and we hear that Dee Dee is a spunky brunette. <laughs> Aren't we all? So spunky. <laughs> so uh, Liz asks about Dee Dee's design classes and Dee Dee gets a bit of, because uh, apparently she's been taking some design classes yeah. at, like probably the Sweet Valley Civic Centre wherever sure. to go for these after Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three Ooh. times a week. Yeah. <laughs> Very intense. Yeah. Um, but Dee Dee actually is a bit like uh, awkward. And yeah, she's she hasn't, or she's given up this course yeah. that she was doing and Bill didn't know and it's all a bit awkward because he's like, what do you mean you're not going anymore? You never told me. And it's like, yeah. oh, we're in front of people. So Liz feels a bit bad for yeah. sort of putting her foot in it, clearly. Yeah. Um, so when they go home, Stephen tries to get through to Jess, but it all goes wrong. And Jess is kind of, she's right. She points out that he has everybody, he and everybody else in the family have double standards when it comes to her and Liz. And yeah. they get treated differently for the they, same things. They do. Yeah, and but after that, after she blows up on him, she regrets it, and she decides she's going to show um, her family she's just as good as as Liz, and she makes dinner again. But everybody just jokes about, oh, I'm going to poison us. Oh. It's like she's trying to do a nice thing for you. Like. Yeah, like I mean, the the muscle stuff was bad luck. She didn't know yeah. about muscles not opening. Yeah, yeah. So then, this is the start of Ned's appalling behaviour. <laughs> so he's. Absolutely indescribably unprofessional. And he starts, I think Jess mentioned, or Liz mentioned seeing Ricky. And Ned tells them, his whole family, about this case that he's working on. <clears throat> so Ricky's parents have divorced yeah. and sort of as revenge because her husband isn't uh, paying child support. Yeah. Ricky's mother has decided to not let her in-laws see like their grandchildren. Yeah. And uh, until they pressurise uh, Ricky's dad into paying child support. And this is 
Why is Ned talking about it's this? So inappropriate. It's, like, this like, is someone... He should be disbarred. <laughs> so like, he should like, and it's it's quite a sensitive case, obviously. Yeah. And he's like, oh, maybe you guys can help me with this. It's like, no, your idiot sixteen-year-old twins cannot. Who help are you in with school this. at this point? Who's a classmate of Why theirs? Why are you telling them this? Why they shouldn't know any of this stuff? Oh like, it's my... none of their business. And it's... it's so weird that he's talking to them about this. And then, uh, so Liz is or Jess is like, oh, that's not very fair. And then Liz gives this big speech about it's not the children's interest to deny them their grandparents parents like and she's going to go to the court hearing and write about it oh god for the sweet valley news sake yeah this this is such bullshit she's like oh maybe i can get something in the sweet valley news about it and it's like what no (laughs) it's none of your business about this also (laughs) they're like apart from the unethical nature i mean here a lot of child family things are um uh, held in camera so you can't like yeah. it's, you know you, yeah, people you can't because there's kids involved it's you, private you can't have reporting on yeah. it you shouldn't have I don't know what the situation is in America but sake. it is extremely unethical <laughs> yeah. to be reporting on a custody case like, this is effectively a custody uh, yeah. you know access case uh, yeah so, and being reported on by also a child it's like, yes none of this makes any sense oh and yeah and just a spoiler alert that the paper are going to agree to oh, do yeah. this yeah like, they're all in for like a 16 year old court reporter for some reason it's like what <laughs> the fuck lads seriously contempt of court for fuck's sake oh so they're so busy praising Liz's unethical jur- would be journalism <laughs> yeah. that they don't notice Jess slipping away Oh. so I don't know if this is happening the same day but Jess goes off to the cinema alone and she's going to see some crappy film that she realises and now, how does this happen she realised when she's about to buy her t- ticket that she's already seen it <laughs> and it was crap because she probably went with I don't know some dude and oh that's true <laughs> she was him in the back <laughs> and just didn't see the movie at all good point yeah. so she feels all underappreciated and sad so she wanders off and who does she bump into <gasps> Nicky Shepard is he like sitting on the boot of his or a oh bonnet of his car of course he, like, he fucking is himself like James Dean or something oh we really don't well it works on Jessica works on and Jessica. he invites her to go for a ride <laughs> <laughs> oh he drives a Mustang oh of course he does <laughs> and she's literally thinking I can change him and make him socially no, acceptable no Jessica no and he's like oh I don't I don't fit into that scene it's like by which he means school yeah yeah. Jessica keeps taking the bait she's like what scene yeah. <laughs> school that high school scene dances and sports and stuff oh, fairness so in a way I mean I wouldn't there like are a lot it of dances yeah and the sports stuff like I would not want to go to you know their 10 million coronation ceremonies for like full <laughs> social calendar duke or whatever yes so uh, he takes her to a gazebo yes in the park. Hmm. Yeah, it's like the oldest park in Sweet Valley. Can't be that old. The town's only like yeah. 100. Is that how many they're set It's 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this, this gazebo dances used to be held there in days of yore and he wanted to take Jess there because she's so special. Yeah. And she's like, oh, he's so sensitive. <sighs> <laughs> Anyway, we're doing a lot of sighs. I was just going to say, this is sigh heavy. It really is. So he has a revelation. He's running away to San Francisco. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, my parents won't notice. Uh-huh. And they have a little dance. They do. Yeah, because the car radio like sound is kind of like wafting over and they have a little dance. I imagine it's sort of like, I only advise for you. Oh. Shoot you up. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. That actually would be quite cool. So next day, we're told, just in case you're wondering, that he was a gentleman. Last night, so uh, Liz wants her to go to the court hearing with her and says oh that god. Ned will be disappointed if they don't go. For fuck's sake, Ned is the most oh my god, yeah, I can't even describe how unprofessional this is. And I know <laughs> I don't want to keep repeating myself, but Jess is anyway doesn't 
seem to notice this aspect which is like oh if you really wanted me to go we could have asked me anyway I'm, I'm going out with Nikki yeah and yeah because Jessica or Elizabeth's like oh you can't let dad down we have to go and it's like he literally never said anything to Jessica about it like so he, he really is clearly doesn't care he doesn't care if Jessica goes <laughs> or not like so she's going out with Nikki and uh, Liz is concerned that Nikki is a bit too fast for Jessica but mm. she doesn't say anything and then she asks Ned to talk to Jessica and he's like no yeah <laughs> he's just like nope she can make up her own mind. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> my child's going to get off the rails, but who cares? I've got to tell, take my other child to report on a child custody case. Oh, God. Oh, so, yeah. Um, my notes here just say, the features editor has inexplicably given the job of family law reporting, all cops, to a child. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's what's happening. This um, is what's happening. And they <laughs> go to the... You have to live with it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. So it turns out Ricky's grandparents are from the old country. They're Aww, from Italy. Yeah. And they can't really understand English. Aww, it's really sad. It is. And they've all gotten like dressed up and they're, Aww. you know, trying their best. And they need an interpreter. Yeah. Um. So they're, they're sort of confused by the whole thing and probably confused why a child is reporting on it. <laughs> what is this child in a suit doing here? And the... <laughs> The case has used up all their savings. Oh, it's really mean. It's all extremely unpleasant. Yes. And then, given some sort of, there's some sort of break in proceedings, and Ricky bumps into Liz and completely understandably tells, why are you doing this? Yeah. He's he's like, I hear you're doing an article on all this for the newspaper, he said coldly. And Elizabeth's all like, oh, you know, what's his problem? It's like, of course he fucking doesn't want you to write about his family business. It's in the newspaper. Why have you not even considered this? It's so weird. And Annie is like, oh, he's just really angry, so angry with his dad, so he's siding with his mother. And Liz asks Ned, like, oh, she suddenly has an attack of ethics. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I mean, it's only really ethics about it being your classmate, yeah. as opposed to you shouldn't be reporting on these <laughs> private things. Also, you are not a yeah. professional journalist, so really, this None is None of insane. this should be happening. <laughs> but Ned is all like, well, don't know, you don't want to hear hurt your friend's feelings, but it's for the greater good. Like, it's it's in no one's interest to put this in the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> like, what greater good? There's no public interest being served here at all. This is private oh, business. It's and all terrible. And shit. And then Mariana West divorces. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> She's back on the scene. And she offers to take them for lunch, but yeah. Ned is all like, no such thing as a free lunch. Wait, what is, does that even mean in this context? Shut up, Ned. This is actually a free lunch. It might be sexy, but he's annoying. Oh, he's so annoying. <laughs> right. Notes just say in all caps, Ned is terrible. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so Jess is at a party with t- Nikki's friends in a new town. <gasps> yeah. Never heard of this one. Tierra Verde. Oh, <laughs> Mamma Mia. Although that's it's, Italian. Yeah. yeah. It's Spanish. Sorry. <laughs> We're getting our Mediterranean countries mixed up. Uh, no. Well, probably better knowledge we of them than any of the Sweet Valley people. Probably. <laughs> in fairness. Yeah. Um, and she's being offered beer. Oh, no. Because some bloke called Mike has a free gaff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's a girl called Sheila who's wearing got raccoon-like eyeshadow. <laughs> and She's she- a, a dyed redhead. Oh, <laughs> heaven fed. Jesus. Also, when I was a teenager, like everybody was dying their hair red. Of like, how was that like? Yeah. Oh, oh, the yeah. amount of Clairol glints and henna that I went through. <laughs> I'd have a special hair dyeing t-shirt. Oh, like, so, you know, oh, yeah. that you could wear just for when the fire engine red hair gave yeah. me it. So, uh, yeah, well, that shocks Jessica. And uh, there's another quiet girl called called June who, who doesn't drink and Jessica's like oh kindred spirit but then finds out that June has dropped out of school and is no waitress oh my god <gasps> I think Joint gets passed around at some point oh it does like, oh no and Nikki and Jess refuse yes so but Nikki is still he's kind of pissed and he's driving yeah he's been playing snooker he's kind of 
brought her to this party and then like ditched her on a couch with some girls she doesn't know and has gone off to play snooker in yeah so like, that is come on, full on dickishness yeah um, and then he apologises but you know too little too late Nikki he's like yeah. sorry I left you and uh, she talks about her, her family stuff to him mm. um, and she says she's always made trouble and Liz has cleaned up after her true yes gotta give her points self awareness for that <laughs> yeah. but Nikki is like well I've got very trouble too and I'm leaving on Friday for San Francisco yeah. he's running away and he wants her well we know he's running away but now he yeah. wants her to come with him come with him yeah so he gives a big speech. He's just again with the speeches. So many speeches from this guy. Oh, he's so tedious. So Jess is tempted by his stupid big speech. <laughs> I don't really know why. Stop getting drawn in by this guy, Jess. Oh, he's the worst. Nonsense. But he's like, oh, I can't leave Liz. Yeah. So Nikki drives really, really fast and he has a crash. Yeah, because like he's been drinking beers and Jessica's kind of, she thinks about maybe that she should drive but doesn't say anything. Mm. And she's she's not super happy with him driving the car because he's going pretty fast. He's, and he's drunk. And he, like he is, yeah, because he's swerving all over the shop yeah. and then eventually slows down but then like, a car they, they, like, hits them. Yeah. It's not a serious accident but they No, but they hit like a, a telephone pole or something. Yeah. yeah, and the car is bollocked so they have yeah. to call Nikki's parents so they turn up and actually they're really horrible. They're really mean, yeah. They're really... They just go on about the car and don't ask if everyone's okay or even yeah. check that, you know, their son or this girl he's with that they yeah. don't know are injured whiplash, like, like, yeah. and he's like well I'm running away and they're literally like good oh, yeah. they're really bad they suck and they drop Jessica home and she's she's st- she's she's tempted to go with him she yeah. keeps going back and forth on this she does yeah she does I suppose it's, yeah the idea of it kind of appeals to her but then she's also like but actually could I leave everybody behind yeah she, so and she decides she, she needs to sort things out with her family yeah so she's she's practicing a big speech about how she's changing her ways and she wants them all to have a fresh start but then when she goes to talk to her parents they have to leave early yeah she yeah because she kind of it's quite sad because she spent like that morning she's trying to talk to everyone really but everyone's rushing out the door for one reason or another and she's just kind of left on her own and yeah. she's like oh fuck these guys anyway I know it's really poignant and <laughs> also an effort. Ned is a is a dick again yeah. he's all like oh custody laws just mean that women have the say Okay, father's for justice. Yeah. Where did this come from? Go claim a fucking building versus Batman, you dickhead. <laughs> oh, he gets worse. <laughs> now, you wouldn't think it was possible, but he does. Um, but he's glad Liz is doing the story because oh. she's probably decided to be... To run this fucking story, which is just terrible. And, uh, yeah, so Jess feels very abandoned. Stephen's got off. Lila wings and asks her on a shopping trip, but she's, she, she turns her, her down because... Um, just every all her friends seem so childish and trivial. Yeah, everything's so juvenile. When she's not with Nikki, <laughs> and she wants to talk to Liz, but Liz has a meeting with the editor Ugh. of Sweet by News. As my notes say in all caps, "What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to run a newspaper." Oh, Sweet Valley News guy. <laughs> God, I blame this for the decline of my own profession. Like no wonder people stop buying newspapers. This <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Child court reporters. Oh. So, um, Jess is all, you know, okay, Liz is gone now. It's true, I don't fit in this family. And she calls Nikki and says she'll go with him. Yeah. And he's heading tonight, but she says she'll meet him tomorrow. Oh, yeah, because it's meant to be Friday, but he's leaving tonight because he's had enough. Yeah. She's like, oh, shit. (laughs) But she she says, all right, go on ahead. Yeah, she's going to follow him to San Francisco. Um, So... The next day, she's all like, well, you know, it's going to be a wrench, but my family and friends will all get over it. And she sort of fantasizes about coming back and, you know, how her life would be brilliant. Yeah, and she'll come back as a big success and she's made it on her own and all that 
kind of having stuff. dropped out of school and yeah. got to, what is that <laughs> what no is she going to she's unemployable like yeah who knows but anyway she writes so she worries this is actually really sweet she worries her parents will will think that like oh god she's been kidnapped after yeah. what happened to Liz which yeah I mean <laughs> fair enough <laughs> that'll be a fair assumption <laughs> so she leaves a note to Liz yeah and it's actually quite sweet it is it's basically all of page 123 it is and it's very dramatic yes yeah, you read the opening <laughs> words do Liz by the time you get this, I will be far away. <laughs> it's like classic. <laughs> classic note. runaway note. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's quite, uh, she pulls out all the stops. She does, yeah. She's like, I'm sorry if my leaving causes you all a lot of pain, but it will be better for all of us in the long oh. run. Oh, and she's like, there's many reasons why I'm going. It's not It's not just your fault. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit your fault. <laughs> Keep, stick that boot in. Oh, it's so good. But uh, yeah, she kind of just talks about how great Liz is. Uh, it's not really how she's, she's you know, great. The, that she's too much trouble and she's just going to go. And she doesn't mention where she's going as well. She just says, you know, as I take the bus to my new home. Yeah. She just says she loves everyone and she'll return, but... You know, not for a long time. Please don't try to find me. My <laughs> mind is made up. I'm sorry for all the trouble I've caused. In fairness, they're so crap, I wouldn't rely on them to find me. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she feels, so she bids farewell to Liz, like in real life. Um, thinking, oh, this is the last time I'll see her. But she tells them, oh, she's spending the weekend at Lila's. Yes, yeah. And uh, she admits to herself that she actually, the reason she mentioned the bus in her letter is because she wants her family to turn up at the bus it's stop. It's a clue, yeah, because she her. wants them to come find her and stop her. It's a cry for help. It is. A classic you cry know, for attention help. doesn't grow on trees. She's got to make things happen. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> but as she leaves, the letter falls behind her dresser. Oh no, an evil wind knocks oh, it. The weather. You lousy draft. <laughs> They're not used to having drafts in yeah. Valley, of course. Breezes are unheard of. Yes. <laughs> she wasn't ready for this. So uh, we go to the courthouse and it turns out that none of um, Ricky's family want contact with the grandparents. Kind of out of loyalty to their mother. Yeah. But Ned gives this terrible speech <laughs> about how kids need love. Oh, Ricky God. runs out. And Liz follows him and he rants at her and bursts into tears. Like, and he's not a sort of a crying person. Like, this is a big deal. Yeah. And she is awful. And she's like, I thought you were a strong person. Oh. They are punishing your grandparents. You don't deserve them anyway. Awful. Because, like, he's mad at her and then she gets mad at him for yeah. being mad at her. And it's like, of course he's fucking mad at you, you bitch. Why are you even here? Like, yeah. You're publicly. Stay out of it. Highlight, like, drawing lots of attention to his private family tragedy. Yeah. And, you know, his parents are. Just split up. His dad's fucked up. He's going through some stuff and you're here writing your fucking stupid report about it. Oh, she's awful. Oh, and also, right before, I think when Ricky gets up and runs out, Annie goes to follow him, but Elizabeth stopped her with a look. (gasps) What the fuck is that about? (laughs) I'm sorry, but who did she think she is? Oh my God. She's Elizabeth Wakefield and she owns this town. She gets to insert herself into everyone's business. She really does. Oh, Oh, it's so annoying. It is absolutely (laughs) indescribably shit. I'm enraged by that. Oh, I hate her so much much and then we go back in the court and Ned is finishing this terrible it's speech awful. it's pure Helen Lovejoy as it well. really it's is like you've got both children. we've got all of Springfield. <laughs> Springfield read the last few lines of his speech on page 134 please Ooh, okay hang on 134 yes okay it's so oh, it's ridiculous God. it's actually funny but I was too busy being annoyed by it. <laughs> Uh, I know the courts can't tell people whom they should love and whom they shouldn't but it seems to me if we help to open the door here a lot of people are going to be happier in the future please your honour think of the children 
The children, he repeated quietly. <laughs> That's what's really at stake here. Think of them. <laughs> Won't somebody think of the them? children? Oh, come on. Man. Oh, I hate you, Ned. Shit closing argument. <laughs> oh, so Rick, well, it works even oh. on Ricky, if it wasn't even there. So he returns to court and was like, oh, yes, this wasn't there. Uh, we were just trying to punish, but I... Yeah, because the judge is about to make his ruling and Ricky just stands up and is like, I want to say something. It's like, oh, none of this is how a courtroom works. Oh but okay, sure. God. And then the judge is like, okay, everybody come off and talk to me. Yeah. And Ned is like, your magic worked, Liz. I'm surprised they didn't invite Liz to come back. I am she's usually standing there when something's being right. Genuinely surprised they didn't. She <laughs> told Annie to fuck off. <laughs> oh, this doesn't concern you, Annie. No, this is... I've, I've the got one, this. Yeah, I'm the one who solves people's problems. Fucking bitch. Um, um, and so an hour later, they all come out smiling and yeah. crying and holding hands. And it's like, hooray. Um, so Stephen, who was there for some reason, I don't know why, he goes out for with lunch with Mariana. Oh, yeah, Mariana's mad for a bit of lunch, isn't she? Every yeah, time she, she turns up, she's like, who's going for lunch? Come on, lads. <laughs> who doesn't like a good lunch? <laughs> good lunch um, so Liz goes home to start writing her incredibly unprofessional re- reportage <laughs> I can only imagine what it's like and then she realises all Jess's stuff is gone uh oh yeah does she go into her room to look for something and yeah. it's like the place is completely clean there's nothing anywhere in her wardrobe she's taking all her clothes in that yeah. tiny tiny bag it's, oh that tiny bag with nothing in it <laughs> apparently yeah. has all her clothes in it very unrealistic <laughs> yeah. but anyway um, she contacts Lila because that's where Jess supposedly oh, is but yes. of course yeah, she isn't yeah. there no and then she checks with Nikki and Nikki's mother is like um kind of like what do you want? Uh, you're you're that girl and she's yeah. like, Oh no, I'm a twin and her, the mother is she's double really, trouble. She's really rude, yeah, because I think doesn't Ned go yeah, Ned takes Elizabeth over to the house mm. and yeah, your one is just so shit. Like she's so mean. Oh, she's actually rude. it's actually kind and of it's like my daughter is missing, like what the fuck? And, and also like, your mm. son's run away and she's like, Oh yeah, we yeah, don't know whatever. where he is. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're a bad mother. I feel sorry for mother. that poor little asthmatic child. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't deserve you. Oh God. So the Wakefields are at a loss and Liz is, you know, Ned is, what about Nikki's friends? And Liz says, his crowd may not help. And Ned is like, what? <laughs> Who would not his help crowd? us? Like, Jesus, they smoke a few spliffs and have a few beers. You'd think they were a gang of... They're subhuman. So, like, <laughs> they drink beer. Yeah, you would think they were actually, you know, um, engaged in, like... I don't know, violent. Like some kind of criminal underworld. Yeah. Like denizens because they dared to have a can of beer. Oh, well, we all know about Sweet Valiants and the pack of cans. Uh, well, mm. yeah. So anybody doing it must be evil. Yes. <laughs> and not willing to help, uh, you know, a runaway child. Yes. So Stephen has an idea. Mm. Um, and uh, it turns out he's ringing his old classmate who somehow knew... Yeah, Nikki. Some, some guy he knows who knows Nikki, and it's actually really crafty of Stephen uh, how he gets it out of him because he kind of says, "Oh, you know, do you know where Nikki is?" And your man's like, "Oh no, I, I don't know where he is." He's like, "Oh, I owe him a hundred bucks from last spring, and I finally got the money together. If you hear from him, tell him I want to pay him back." So this guy is the like, like "Oh, he needs money." So yeah, yeah he's in San Francisco. That's yeah, where he is. here's his address. Yeah. Um. So they uh, realize that that's where Jessica is, and yes. there's a bit where Jessica's at the bus station, and she's sort of like, oh, "Are they turning up?" And then she gets she, on the Bus, it's oh, really sad. It's like the last bus because she's waited while like three or four buses yeah. have gone. She's like, they'll turn up and they'll come and get me, and they haven't because the note was yeah. gone. It's like, oh, Jess. Oh, it is really sad. So, so she, yeah, she gets on the bus, even though she doesn't really want to. Yeah, and literally, Stephen and, and Liz arrive as the bus pulls yes. out. Yeah. So um, they decide, they go and say, like, where's the next stop of this bus? Yeah. 
So they set off in hot pursuit. To Carver City. Yeah. Is Carver City a real place, I wonder? I have no idea. So on the bus, Jessica is crying. <gasps> and there's this old lady sitting next to her. It's really nice to her. Yeah. Um, well, she didn't sound very nice earlier because she fell asleep on her shoulder in the bus station and every time Jessica moved she'd wallop her with her purse. Oh yeah, that is nice. <laughs> she's pretty funny but it's not very nice of her. No, that's true. But she clearly reforms. But she's nice to her on the bus. Yeah, yeah and when they stop <laughs> they stop at Carver City um, and uh, the old lady goes into the shop there and uh, comes back and she's got some magazines Aww. for Jessica. It's like, from magazines that the girls like <laughs> the young girls. <laughs> but um, but as they pull out she, she of the the parking um, the, uh, lot of the bus station mm. the old lady realises oh I forgot to make a phone call yeah. so the driver stops we decided her. she's an old timey gangster yes well she is probably from old timey gangster times yeah. so she could be so uh, the bus stops and of course just as it stops yes. who should arrive at the bus station Why, it's Elizabeth and Steve in his yellow Volkswagen Beetle yeah he, that, that does by the way I've forgotten about that but that quite does quite the car <laughs> It really is. I think that continues up till the SVU days. Oh, really? Yeah, when Amazing. he's when he's living in sin with <laughs> this girlfriend. Very Goodness. crazy. <laughs> I don't know. So um, they get Jess, take her home, and they yeah. have a proper talk as a family and agree to make a fresh start. Oh. Don't think Ned and Alice really apologise enough, frankly. Yeah, not really. <laughs> well, they are pretty crap at this point. They well. are. They yeah. And Jess writes Nikki a kind of really sweet letter. Yeah, just about how she's, you know, she's not going to join him now and she can't and she wishes him well and everything. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it's nice. It is nice. More than he deserves, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Because he has been pretty crap. Um, and Ned wants to take out the family to for dinner, mm. but Jess is like, why don't we order pizza and the rest of the money can go in a terrific sweater for her. <laughs> she's back. Hooray. <laughs> Back swindling us out of our cash. Yeah. And then, <laughs> it was sort of an afterthought, we just have the scene where Liz is at school and tells Enid, like, oh, by the way, all this drama, like, Steve's fine now. He's grand. He's just, he's moved on. Don't have to worry about him anymore. Yeah, because, oh, that's it, because it's been a week off school, I suppose. So, like, oh, clearly, yeah. Enid just hasn't been around or, like, Liz just hasn't bothered hanging out with her it's best friend. Sort of Liz hasn't bothered, I think. Yeah. Liz hasn't been anywhere. So she just hasn't been arsed chatting to Enid during the week <laughs> off. So they're all back at school and here's all the stuff that's happened. And uh, while she's telling her this, in the background, we Uh-oh. see that Bill and Dee Dee are having a huge fight. No. <gasps> hmm. Bill looks angry and Dee Dee, well, Dee Dee just looked stricken. Oh. Hmm. So uh, that's the end of the yeah. book. So can you read us out? What is our hey, final? You know uh, what? I would love to read us out. <gasps> but it doesn't have no thing. Oh my God. I thought <laughs> I that was just my, the edition that no. I read. They must have just bailed on it and I'm... Furious. Well, <laughs> there's no little lead in. We're ripped off. Completely ripped off. Well, we can tell you that the next book is called Too Much in Love. <gasps> which does sound a bit also like a narrator from Jane the Virgin. It? It's a very telenovela. It really type is. Of thing. I feel like I <laughs> every time I look at that title, I just hear you saying it <laughs> in the narrator voice. It's <laughs> too oh, much. In so love. Love. <laughs> I just love the way he says it, because he says it a lot. Um so, so that was yeah. Runaway. That and was that. Yeah. It was pretty exciting. Ooh, had a bad boy. It sure did. The baddest boy <laughs> in Sweet Valley so bad, far. Bad boy. Uh, so, do you have any stats? Bad boy stats? <laughs> I have some stats. They, okay. they actually don't involve the bad boy, though. Mm. Uh, yeah, blondness only got three mentions. Oh, my God. Yeah, pretty low. I'm, I'm genuinely know. shocked. <laughs> you look very shocked. I, I am. <laughs> yeah. uh, the blue green eyes get five mentions, though. Ooh. Okay. And That's also, a we get Jessica with the number number one hundred and thirty seven. Yeah, she's back on that. 
because uh, oh yeah, it's back when she's borrowing that uh, blue silk blouse because mm. they all love a silk blouse. They really and do. She was saying, yeah, she had a date with Neil, and he's seen everything in my closet at least one hundred and thirty-seven times. Yeah, so that was why she needed to borrow stuff. Well, I'm, I'm actually glad to see that even though she's having a bit of a crisis in this book, her mm. love of, of the number one hundred thirty-seven is undimmed. It's yeah, consistent. And uh, (laughs) now we've had the stats. Can we have? Okay, forget the stats. (laughs) What we're really here for is the outfit. And there are some (laughs) doozies in this baby. Go on. So okay, so Kara's dress from Foxy Mamas. Uh, it's a beautiful dress for the party. It's a peach colour, very short, <gasps> oh. with a dropped waist. Oh my God, <laughs> everything about this would have been my absolute dream when I was about like 10 or 11. My confirmation dress was a drop oh. waist mint sort of nice. aqua mm-hmm. Colour of the Pacific Ocean maybe. Oh, it literally was. I believe I was de- described it on this very podcast oh. with a bit of a Miami Vice jacket vibe going on. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, oh, yeah, nice. that's that is a good dress. It's good. Uh, I can imagine the same party. Then we have Caroline, who surprisingly is now pretty because no, she's yeah. got a boyfriend. The uh, power of love. <laughs> Uh, she's wearing a green jumpsuit, Ooh. which sets off her red hair and green eyes dramatically. You know, stuff from the eighties. It's like anyone with red hair was just meant to wear green. Yeah, that's your color. So, yeah, so you can go for a sort of Irish flag. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like if you've got red hair, you can wear any color you want. Pretty much, yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah. What other um, outfits have we got? We have oh yeah, when Todd and Elizabeth turn up like a pair of fucking owl ones. Uh, <laughs> Todd was wearing pleated grey linen slacks, oh my God. and a tweed coat <laughs> over a polo shirt. <laughs> fucking Professor Wilkins over here. <laughs> Jesus, Elizabeth looked especially pretty in her new blue blouse and a white skirt. It's like a nurse. Like, they're so boring. Her golden hair, which she usually wore in a simple ponytail, was pulled in a tight French braid. Oh, my God. So relaxed. (laughs) Party time. For sake. Um, Wow. And then the final and my favourite of the book is Elizabeth as her 16-year-old court reporter. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So professional. (laughs) Professional Sweet Valley News. She wears, she looks like the perfect reporter in a smartly tailored tan suit. Where the fuck did she get a tan suit? <laughs> did but she just yeah. have one? I was, like, <laughs> I was like, where did this even come Who, from? What teenager, even her, mm. has a tailored tan suit, which she wears with a green scarf around her neck. Oh my god! Oh yes, Veronica Cordingstone. Oh, she is here. Fucking Murphy Brown by way of Daphne from Scooby Doo. Wow, <laughs> it's a lot, and I am loving it. <laughs> So am I. Wow. Uh, yeah, so that was that was pretty good for the old outfits. Oh, they were spectacular because we didn't have much in the last episode. No, there was spec all in the last yeah, one. But that back with a bang. That was good. Yeah. Um, so God, we need to, need to uh, calm down after that. Um, well, we uh, just a reminder that you can always get in touch with us. But uh, some people got in touch with us because uh, we tweeted recently uh, because one listener had recognised the lyrics of our opening... <laughs> our amazing little theme tune. Theme tune. Which is Anna singing with the ukulele and I love it. <laughs> it is. Remember we're singing on a very hot day when everything was going out of tune so it is slightly wonky. But, oh, it's um, lovely. But yes, I, and I, when we do this episode, I have written 
um, tune for the whole thing. It's going to be more. Oh, oh there is. Yeah, I'll <laughs> take the little you can. Um, so, yes, of course, thanks to all the eagle ears who... Ha- yes, because, yeah, we, I think we pointed out that it was Carrie who tweeted us yes, recognising the lyrics. But in the meantime, lots of other people had recognised them too. Yeah, that it is the lyrics <laughs> of the song that Lynn Henry writes for the Droids <laughs> songwriting competition in possibly my favourite sweet body book of all, Alone in the Crowd. Oh, yes. Which is it's so good, incredible. So yes, well done to Carrie for spotting that, and also well done to Laura and Gabby and Lucy and Emma. Great job. <laughs> Who all know, recognise. How how long do we have to wait? <gasps> when do we get that? Oh, it's twenty eight. Oh, that won't be too long. It's not that far. Oh yeah. And there's some good stuff in oh, the meantime. It's gonna be good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alone in the crowd, just to te- whet your appetite for mm. this. It comes between Love Struck, one of my favourites as well, and. Bitter Rivals. Oh, yeah. I think Bitter Rivals might be the one about your least favourite name, Sandy Bacon. Crispy Bacon. (laughs) Anyway, if you want to share with us your feelings on Sweet Valley titles, songs, or anything else, if you have any Sweet Valley songs of yourself, of your own. Oh, my God. Send them in. We'd love it. Yes. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at SVH Podcast. You can email us at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And we are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network and you can find out more of the about what the, the the podcast network is up to, basically coming up with amazing new podcasts yep. constantly. All the time. At HS Pod Network mm. on Twitter. So until next time, uh, don't uh, don't run away with any strange no. boys. <laughs> Especially ones who accost you in the dairy burger straight from the shady lady and yeah. just start necking you for yeah. like ten minutes. Don't don't deal with that. No, mm-hmm. not worth it. Run away from that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> On that perfect note, we'll bid you farewell and we will see you in two weeks when we find out what happens when Dee Dee and Bill are <gasps> too much in love. <laughs> <laughs> see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.